Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Welcome back, everyone. This is our Uncharted Discussion episode of Empowered to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Al-Basha, and I'm still with the amazing and very empowering and friend of mine, Diala Daoud. Hi, Diala. Hello. Your vibes are just contagious. I told you last time, I enjoyed your smile. I can't stop smiling myself. Thank you. Well, Diala is a powerhouse when it comes to entrepreneurship from being involved in the entrepreneurial ecosystems and being an entrepreneur herself. And I know like we've shared many conversations where we were talking about building a business and starting a business and, you know, kind of starting points, but more importantly, where do you go beyond that? You have an idea. And um, I think some people, and I know like at a point in time, we've all been there where you get so attached to your idea that you become so like, this is mine and this is the way I see it. And there's a saying where um, the belief system, the original belief system of build it and they will come. Well, it's not valid anymore, especially that business kind of literally has transformed over the past decade, maybe even just a little over a decade, but a lot has been happening. So let's start there. Let's start about, I have an idea. Now what? And you have your own views on what you do with your idea and how attached are you to it? <laughs> cool. Like, um, as you mentioned, actually being passionate about a startup idea you have in mind is something I cannot stress enough because we all know how challenging the journey is. Some, in some cases, how lengthy it is also. So yes. unless you are really passionate and sometimes in love with your business idea, you will not find the will and even the really you will not be resourceful enough to make things happen and move forward. That's so um, I believe like it's really important to be passionate about whatever you're doing and the idea you're having. However, you have to be really careful about how passionate you are about it and how willing you are to actually make it happen, even though things are are not going to be going perfectly or precisely your way so if you have a certain plan for your idea but if you sit with some experts and they advise you otherwise you have to be really careful and logical here really dissociating yourself from your emotions and passion towards the business idea and trying to think about what is to be best done for the sake of the business not only for the sake of you as a founder yourself yes. so from there your journey so it should start all together um we were talking about this earlier ask you never know who's going to recommend what for you, which program. We all know that Google is a really amazing tool, but sometimes word of mouth and sometimes even some amazing programs, they don't make it to the first or second pages on Google and yes. people really fail to actually know about them. And it yes. just takes someone in the ecosystem to tell you more about what exists in the space and what can really support you all together. So try to ask people around, try to check social media channels, try to check Google at itself to know what is happening around and which programs you can participate in i would say start start light somehow if we can say it where just attend some casual entrepreneurship events just to learn yes. a little bit more about the space what it entitles what are the steps you should follow and to even test yourself is this something you are willing to invest time money and effort in or you That's believe that no it's going to be too much of a handle of a hassle sorry and it's better like keep this uh, this idea on the side for now. 
And I think and then that from there, start to explore what can be done through joining communities, incubators, accelerators, and other active players. And and you're right also, like the further to the ask part, as you said, it's that Google's gonna give you most of the time is gonna give you kind of the textbook answers. Um, but asking someone and like you know, connect, yeah, exactly. But asking like people, then what you're getting is actually experiential knowledge. So it's not just like, you know, for me, between the transition between uh, kind of doing my master's degree, even my doctorate degree and working, you know, with it or with the knowledge that I have, that's that's a completely different ballgame because you're not only, you know, testing things out. You're seeing what works for you, what doesn't and what can work for me might not work for you. Um, and I remember like when I first started the business doctor, my slogan was, uh, well, unofficial slogan was um i've been there i've done that and i'm gonna tell you how not to do it not how to do it is how not to do it just because there were so many things that you think are kind of the the textbook recipes of how to build a business but that's not necessarily the truth there's no secret formula in life for anything for happiness wealth entrepreneurship success education anything we we all have our individual unique success formulas and really it's up to you to just ask and try to explore what makes you successful on a personal professional level as well so uh, don't listen just to what's being and this is also why I always keep on answering when someone asks me what's a book you would recommend I tell them I don't have a favorite book or a favorite author or even an entrepreneur I look I look up to. Their journey yeah. is completely different than mine. And if I start idolizing one of them, I will unconsciously start to imitate their journey, believing it is the successful route That's to everything in entrepreneurship. Yep. And this is why I really try to just learn from as many people as I can and implement whatever I believe is applicable to me and to my own business. And That's not true. to just apply everything I get there because it's going to become a free show. <laughs> Exactly. And that's that's what I, I love to talk about the concept of subjective success and kind of choosing your own parameters, because also success is different for a lot of us, for for a lot for some people getting out of bed in the morning, that's success for others closing a six figure deal on a daily basis, that's success. Um, and that's why I even tell the women like I work with, and I know I've shared this a thousand times, but saying that, you know, you want to start a business, you want to build the next million dollar business. Great. That's a success. You know, support you. You want to do the next um, two hours a day as the kids are in school business. Great. That's a success. I'll support you because it really depends. As you said, it depends on your resources, your availability of time, knowledge, energy, and money. And these are the main determinants. These are your main assets as, as a person and as an entrepreneur that you can capitalize on. Beyond that, you've got your business idea, you've got your assets, you know, the tangible and intangible resources on all of this. But these are the resources that are with you at any point in time. And it's you to decide, it gets, you know, it's down to you to decide what you want to do with them and how far, you know, you want to go exactly. along with them as well. Big time. Yeah. Exactly. And and talking as well about the um, what you were talking about, like, in integrating yourself or kind of immersing yourself in the ecosystem and in the communities that are available. I think we both are huge believers in the power of community. <laughs> we have the global businesswoman. I'm a fierce believer. <laughs> but I think the community, like uh, Tony Robbins, uh, and I've shared this before again, uh, Tony Robbins has this expression um, that he says, your network equals your net worth. And I don't think the net worth here is just about the money. It's also about what we were just talking about. It's about the, your your access 
to experiential knowledge, your access to other people's points of view and success stories and learning opportunities. I don't call them failures, but also this gives you kind of wealth of knowledge um, that could be your net worth as well. Exactly, hundred um, percent, and also like sometimes, uh, like literally as you mentioned, the connections, and also for example, when you sit with someone, the time they can actually save you to solve a specific challenge you're facing, this is priceless. It might take you days and months of research, interviews, doing what whatever you can in order to try to address a certain challenge you're facing. Whereas if you sit with someone for five minutes, they might give you the, the best answer or the best solution for it. So th this is also all wealth, literally. This is adding a lot to your journey. It's helping you, it's empowering you, helping you cross miles in just one day, so to speak. So Communities, I can't stress enough how much I love communities. Um, I can't stress enough how much I really value them because they give you a sense of belonging. When I first moved to the UAE, I just had two family members there and my husband. That's it. I didn't know anybody there. I had very few friends but who I was a little bit disconnected from because they graduated from the university. They traveled, started working. So weren't as connected as we used to, to, to be before. However, when I started to join entrepreneurship events and activations, I started to build my own community. It mm -hmm. got to a point where my husband started to tell me that now you have way more connections in UAE than me. And he yeah. spent almost half of his life there. So mm -hmm. it really helped me to connect with so many people and to find similarities with them. Yeah, definitely. I didn't find someone who fully, for example, like is, uh, mirrors my um, thought system, thought be thought beliefs, my um, culture, and and okay. values, whatever. Yeah. But and I found okay. some similarities with them that helped me connect with them in a way or another. That's and true. we started to create the support system that really stood strong, especially during COVID, where we just started to meet casually, trying to online because yeah. we had lockdown to yeah. just try to help each other we knew how emotionally and mentally it was exhausting to pass through this time and especially for entrepreneurs who had everything to lose your business was at stake your mental well-being was at stake your personal life was at stake so we wanted to create a safe space for all of us and this community helped a lot of us to really get through this whole challenging time yeah, so perfect. it really helped me massively on a professional and massively on a personal level. And this is why wherever I go, I just try to really either join an existing community or to form one because yeah. it helps me belong. Anjad, it yeah. just helps me belong. And and it also supports, you know, if we're talking about, again, beginnings and talking about starting your entrepreneurial journey or whatever it is, you're technically not starting. We say that 10,000 journey starts with step one. You're not starting from step zero or step one. You're starting because of your community and because of the relationships that you create. You can start from step 100 because you've got that experiential knowledge to, to tap into and you've got that wealth that you can just kind of expedite and, and can fast forward exactly. some of the steps that you don't have to do anymore. Exactly. I always tell, especially university students, I tell them I wish we had something similar to what we have today when I was back in university. Really, yeah. just a place where we can just be told that, especially from a Lebanese culture, and that you can actually start your own business. You're not expected to just follow the corporate world. There is another option in life. Just explore it out of, out of curiosity. We're yeah. not pushing anybody to be just an entrepreneur for the sake of being entrepreneurs, but you never know who's going to come up with a really brilliant idea that can save a humanity. I'm not kidding. And, and one true. single idea can really do a lot. 
So just the mere thinking of it and having access to these resources is something I always tell university students, you have literally a huge treasure in your hands. And it yeah. is such a waste of time if you don't actually just, again, try it out of curiosity. Explore yeah. the space, just see how what it, what it is like. Yeah. And from there, you can start to learn from this community and to expand even your way of thinking. Thinking outside the box, inside the box, whatever you, whatever you want to think, but you know, at least you get a sense of seeing things from a different perspective and really be, uh, leading your own growth journey altogether. And I, I love that you you mentioned that about university students as well, and that kind of just starting out exploring, because also at that young age, you are not yet bound by societal parameters of what success looks like, of what you should be doing. So you have a lot more appetite for risk that you can try new things and you can explore and you, your idea could be um, as audacious as possible. And you're not going to be kind of limited by your own um, limiting beliefs, literally, um, because that exactly. accumulates as you grow a bit older and as you work and, you know, as society starts cramming in. And I know for me that, that journey started off saying, I'm no longer bound by your parameters. That started at 40. I had already been working for 22 years. And that is a lot of baggage to carry around for so long. Exactly. Exactly. And on the contrary, for university students, I keep on telling them there is nothing for you to lose. On the contrary, you have a lot to gain. Even if you fail in your startup, this is a huge plus for your CV. Companies would really appreciate that you took initiative, you take risks, you are good at time management, at organization, at what have you. So they would love to actually see such ex such experiences outside of the university environment altogether. And also in your university, your professors will appreciate that. Like literally, you you will you will you will gain a lot if you even fail, not even succeed, than if you actually do nothing in university years. And also the fact that again tapping into the community and tapping into coaches, advisors, mentors, role models, these are all a lot more accessible at a younger age because, you know, you, the whole, your, the world is your oyster, literally. So you can tap into everyone and anyone and, and create that experience for you. That being said, I'm still a huge advocate for, for trying out um, the job part, not because of limiting yourself, but because you need that experiential knowledge. You need that at least five years of let me try because you're also exploring industries under someone else. You know, you're finding people that you then create your own kind of vault of what to do and what not to do, what you want to be aspirationally as well a good boss or not a good boss, a leader or not a leader, you know, those kind of things are also very, very valuable at that young age. Um, but as you said, it's- And also uh, commenting one thing on this point before we move, um, like literally for me on the contrary, when, when, even after I launched LaunchGXB, I took a couple of consultancy projects. So I went a little bit back to the corporate world and to being an employee myself, but from a consultant point of view, I believe that these experiences helped me enrich my entrepreneurship journey altogether. Because I started to work with CEOs of really well-established companies. So I started to see things from their perspective, how to properly build a business strategy, how to drive KPIs, how to be laser-focused. Like literally, we get distracted with so many projects around, but they taught me how to be laser-focused and what KPIs matter, whereas what not to even bother looking at. So yeah. on the contrary, both of them enrich your journey. And again, you have so many successful figures who have nothing to do with entrepreneurship. And you have so many successful figures who have nothing to do with the corporate world. Each one yeah. of us has their own specific 
preferences and passions in life. And as you said before, even success doesn't have a secret formula. So you can That's be successful true. in whatever route you want to pursue in life. But my only recommendation is try it out of curiosity. Just explore both of these worlds and see which one suits you better. I love that. Okay, I know we can be talking for hours because that's what we usually do. Yeah. But, <laughs> but let's, uh, I'll wrap up with one final question. And of course, to make it as relevant as possible from your perspective, women entrepreneurs or womenpreneurs, what would be that kind of um, lesson you have learned as a womenpreneur that you would love to share with everyone listening? Um, don't allow culture to limit you. Unfortunately, we have some perspectives that literally our culture in this part of the world is not that supportive to women, doesn't empower women enough. We don't have access to funding, access to resources as men. But again, I do believe that the ideas we feed ourselves really help shape who we are. For me, I don't care what sex I belong to or what gender I belong to. What I care about is that I'm a successful human being who was able to build a successful platform that deserves successful journey and support. So my opening words anywhere I go would be to really focus on what this human being, aside from everything personal associated to me, is able to do and was able to do. And accordingly, I ask for what is rightfully mine. So literally for any person who comes from any background, any education background, industry, culture, company, uh, sorry, country, village, what have you, just literally think, what do you want to be aside from everything associated with you or all the labels you have around you and ask for what is yours. Again, hush it. <laughs> Don't let anything stop you. Just move forward, laser focused. Even if you get a thousand no's, who cares? We all get a thousand no's, even sure. if we're accommodating to whatever belief system. So just really move towards what you want to do and don't let any of these stereotypes or labels associated to you define who you really are. I love that. I love this high note we're, we're ending with, of course, as always. <laughs> um, it is it is that, as, as you rightfully said, it's... Um, it's you as a human and how do you serve the world? How do you come to become um, the person that you are destined to be? And how do you come from that place of service? Diala, it's always fun talking to you. Thank you so much. Same here. Same here. Thank you so well, much. It was really so, so lovely speaking with you and having this chat. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure always. So, well, Diala said it also. There really isn't really much to add there. Just um, go all in. Go all in, whoever you are, wherever you're from, religion, gender, cultural background, wherever you're, whoever and whatever labels you have, just go all in because you as a human deserve to be successful and you as a human deserve to manifest that purpose for yourself. So as always, wishing you love, abundance and prosperity. And I'm going to see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.